Hey y'all, it's Mel and you're listening to The Rough Draft TV where we talk about faith, purpose, work, and wellness. As a part of The Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday story. Enjoy the show. So today we are continuing the My Rough Draft series where we are telling the real stories of people currently in certain tests, trials, journeys, whatever of life to encourage you guys in whatever season or process you're currently in. So today I'm really excited to discuss a topic that I am personally very passionate about, post-grad life and job searching. In my first episode where I talked about the Rough Draft Collective and kind of a little bit of my story post-grad, I talked about like post-grad depression and the issues that I had um, with job searching and figuring out my purpose and I think that the post-grad life is something that most people don't talk about and so I'm really excited to be kind of discussing that process and journey today so I have with me my friend my neo Jasmine Reed soon to be Diedrich say hey Jasmine hi guys Hey, and today we are going to be discussing how she personally is currently navigating through life, love, and her career path um, post-grad. So, um, Jasmine, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of where you are in life and where you are in your career? Yeah, so like I said, my name is Jasmine. I am 24 years old. I am from Birmingham, Alabama. Um... Oh, I love all things beauty. I have a YouTube channel, um, and then I have a, <laughs> also have a blog, and I kind of yeah, so kind of working on that for like my creative outlet. Um, but currently, as of today, which is so ironic that we're talking about this because I have a new job offer Yay! that I'm really excited about. So, um, kinda, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Congrats! Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. But yes, I'm really excited about that. Um, and yeah, that's just kind of what's going on with me. Um, and I get married in November. So yeah. Yes. Come on, love. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. So you have a lot going on in your life. And that's first off, that's crazy that literally the day that we're interviewing this, talking about job searching, God like comes in and provides you with a job offer. That's like, first off, insane. Um, But yeah, that's good. So let's, so things are going good now. At least it sounds like, you know, we're seeing the end of the tunnel, but let's go back through like when you first graduated from college to today, what would you say are like your original, what were your original plans after college? And then how has that changed to like what your goals and priorities are today? It could be career-wise, yeah. life-wise, just because I feel like post, like when we're in college, we have this mm-hmm. idea of how our life should look like and things like that. But then when you mm-hmm. find like once we get into real life, it looks completely different. So walk me through kind of yeah. what what those plans were before and what they are now yeah so when I first graduated um I just knew or I felt like I was going to get a job so honestly I didn't even know or have an idea of like where I wanted to work per se or like what exactly the job description was or I I like exactly wanted to get I just knew that like I was going to get a job and like it wasn't going to be that hard Mm -hmm. and like it would just be pretty easy because like I went to school and I got a good degree so like somebody got to give me a job, right. you know, and so I thought that was going to be really easy, and also, um, what's I going to do, I wanted to go to cosmetology school, because at the time, or like even before I graduated, I had started the YouTube channel and all this other stuff, and I really wanted to perfect my craft, 
And so that was going to be like my next thing. If I was going to get the job and then I was going to make some plans to try to go to school, you know, part time, kind of get that taken care of too. And everything was going to be good. I was only going to be at home for like a year so I could save up money. And then I was going to move into, you know, a nice apartment. And, you know, just like live life and keep progressing and all that stuff. And then, you know, life hit me and it was like, actually, that's not at all <laughs> what got to happen. <laughs> and so, you know, I ended up, I was struggling. So I, um, I ended up working at Ulta for maybe like a few months after graduation. So I started in August after I graduated. And then um, by October, I had gotten a job at the place that I am currently at, but <laughs> leaving soon. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and so, but I really didn't like about that, or I guess what kind of threw me off with that process was the fact that like I wasn't hearing anything back. When I tell you I was applying for everything that I could find, mm-hmm. I was on Indeed, I was on Google, like I was literally just anywhere that had a job, I was looking and trying to find something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I was just having a hard time hearing anything back. And then my aunt was kind of like, well, have you thought about um, a temp agency? I'm like, temp agency? Like, what? No, I can get a job by myself. I don't need to go through no temp agency. Yeah. Because, like, that's not, not sexy. But what I'm saying is, like, that's just not something that people talk about. Yeah. Or it's not, like, the cool way to get a job if there even is a cool way to get a job, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of like, if I have to go through a temp agency, then, like, I don't know, I guess I just felt like something was wrong or, like, it just was a negative thing somehow. Um, but, I mean, I tried it out. I eventually listened and tried it out, and that's kind of where I ended up or how I ended up at the place I'm at right now. Um, and then I went from obviously temp to full-time, which was fine. Um, I got to the point where I had been there for, like, a year, and I was fine as far as, like, being there for that year because I was kind of like, okay, you know, like, I'm really doing good at this. This is fine. It's just a stepping stone or whatever. But then it started not feeling like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt like I was just there. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, well, I know I was made for more than this. And I feel like I've been made for more than this. Why am I still here? Yeah. And so I was kind of like, I don't, I don't get it. And so I started getting frustrated because of that feeling, just feeling like, okay, like I'm supposed to be doing way more than this. And then also kind of feeling like I was unappreciated. And I feel like there might be, because, you know, people talk about millennials, like, feeling entitled and, like, they're supposed to, you know, get paid however much or they're supposed to get these benefits or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, granted, like, I went to school, so, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I want to be compensated for it. But, um, yeah, I guess basically God just had to let me know, like, everybody starts somewhere. Right. You know? And so, like, this is your, this is your starting point. You know, and I think it was just, it was a very humbling experience. And I feel like, because um, I feel like, at least from what you're telling me, and I think that that's something that mm-hmm. so many, like, college students go through, is that, yes, we do understand. Mm-hmm. And even as millennials, I feel like the entitlement thing is true to an extent, but at the same time, I right. feel like we're sold a dream that, like, you go to college, you do good in school, mm-hmm. and then you're able to, like, make a name for yourself. You're able to at least, mm-hmm. our starting point 
looks different when we're in college to when we get in the real life. And it's like sometimes when we take this time out to go through school and to do all that, and then we find that we're kind of at the same starting point as people who didn't go to college. Um, It's kind of like, well, what was all this for? And I think that that's a great point because I know for me personally, when I was job searching after, you know, when I first went to college, I was supposed to be going to medical school. And so then when I graduated and didn't have the grades and all that stuff and then ended up, you know, having to job search, I felt like I took all of that rejection personally, you know, and you did Mm -hmm. such a great like blog post and we'll talk about it, but you did such a great blog post about job searching and kind of how that is. But why do you think it is that when we are job searching, when we are, you know, trying to build ourselves professionally, you know, as we're taught to do as millennials, why do we take that rejection so personally? Why do we, I guess, um, feel entitled? Like, why do we take that profession, that professional success um, or not success, whatever season we may be in? Why do you think it is that we take it personally? Um, I think we take it personally one, because, like, we work so hard to get the degree, you know? Uh-huh. Like, we know, and I mean, other people obviously know that like, you have to go to college and all this other stuff, and those who have gone know how hard it is. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like, because we stayed up those, like, nights and studied and, you know, passing classes and stuff, and like you said, our parents tell us, or just people in our lives tell us, or tell us this dream that, like, you do good, you get the degree, you get a job. You know, yeah. so like, obviously that's what I'm expecting. And so when I don't get that, or when we don't get that, you know, based off those things that we kind of like grown up hearing and knowing, it's like, well, wait a minute. But, you know, like what's happening here? Because mm-hmm. I worked hard for this. And so it's almost like, yeah, like it's just almost like we take it as like that means like we're not enough. Yeah. Or graduating was not enough, or that hard work you put in was not enough, or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, well, I don't know what else to do because I did the best that I could, and I'm giving you my best in this interview. You know, because, like, even that was something that I struggled with because I was like, I mean, I am a great person. Like, I'm supposed <laughs> to be a very likable person. Yeah. And so coupled with, you know, my skill sets and stuff like that, you know, I'm like, there's no way that, like, they would not want to hire me. Mm-hmm. And then you walk out, and it's like, okay, everybody say you did well, and then you don't get the job, and it's like, well, then what What was wrong? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. just kind of how I feel. It's just kind of like, yeah, because you work so hard, and like I said, you just do your best, or you know that you do your best. And so when you know that, and you're aware of that, and then you don't get something that's been told to you to expect, then you just kind of like, well, there has to be something wrong with me. Yeah. And one thing I think that they don't talk about a lot is, and that's just is my experience, is that when I am job searching, a lot of times, yes, you know, the college degree matters, but most mm-hmm. most places are still looking for experience over education. And so mm-hmm. although we may have the education, we're still going up against people who have years of experience, mm-hmm. you know, that unfortunately just with how competitive this world is, you know, we're all pretty much fighting for the same jobs, <laughs> you know. Right. And so my, yeah. qu- my question would be, um, you know, when you were job searching or you literally just got mm-hmm. the offer today. So if you were job searching yeah. from, you know, <laughs> from like post-grad to today, you know, what kind of feedback, I guess, for people who 
are still job searching for people who, you know, may not have a lot of experience, like walk me through some of the honest feedback that you were getting, whether it be during your interview or, you know, about your resume. Like what did you get any feedback from, you know, those places where you applied? Yeah. So to be honest, I've never gotten feedback. Mm -hmm. Like literally the only feedback I've ever got, which I found to be weird, Mm -hmm. but also I guess this, you know, of course something that you would probably just have to ask for, like somebody probably won't just tell you, (laughs) you know, like you need to work on this or whatever. So, but I guess, um, which I think is a good thing for you to bring up, I would suggest, you know, if anybody is in their job hunting, you know, stay the vibe to definitely ask, you know, for feedback because that can definitely help you, you know, along the way and stuff like that. So in case there really is something that you need to work on that you're not aware of, at least somebody can point that out to you and then you know to, like, be conscious of that the next go-round, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So I would say that that's something that I wish I did. Um, but, you know, obviously everything happens for a reason, but I definitely think that if there was anything that I would change or just kind of like do differently, I would definitely ask. For feedback, but I guess I never asked for feedback because mm-hmm. people would say you did well. Right. You know, which is why I was confused when I would get the rejection emails. So that's where it was kind of like, well, something's not adding up. Yeah. Where you tell me I did well, but then you tell me I didn't get the job. So then that's where, yeah, so I guess that's kind of like where the question my words start to come in because I'm like, somebody tell me something because this don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's good. Um, And yes, and I think, yes, we do all need to add to ask for feedback. That's something that I had to learn um, kind of the hard way, because, again, we're just not hearing back. And then we send emails and don't get a response back. Um, But I definitely encourage and that's just for my own journey that I'll maybe I'll share on a different episode. But I do encourage for anyone that's out there job searching to get feedback um, where they can. Um, But yeah, so that's good. Um, So one thing I wanted to ask you, and we kind of talked about how like job searching affects you personally, but how would you describe, I know that you're a Christian, that you believe in God. How would you, how would you describe like this waiting process or this waiting season? How did it affect your relationship with God? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was so frustrated. I was like, cause I was just kind of like God. Now you know that I know. But you may need some more than this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not, this ain't it. This ain't it. So we need to figure something out, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm uncomfortable and I feel like you're not like he's making me, you get what I'm trying to say, but like he's making me uncomfortable where he's not allowing me to like be okay with mm-hmm. where I'm at. Like, I don't think that feeling is like, I personally don't think it just comes out of nowhere where you feel like you were made to be doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it was a God thing, but I feel like him kind of like starting that feeling within me kind of obviously started the process of him like pruning me and kind of being like, okay, because in that, obviously it showed me how I, how I would react to stuff. So like um, I mentioned in a blog post where I kind of had a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. And I like did not want to turn away because I was like, I'm ready to go. Um, this ain't it, you know. And all sorts of stuff. So he had to kind of show me, like, okay, see, you need to learn how to be content with where I have you at because this is your current assignment. I know you're ready to go, and I know where I'm about to take you. But you know, until I'm ready to take you to that next level, there's some stuff that I need you to work on. Yeah. 
And so he really had to work with me as far as the contentment goes. I'm not a very patient person, so he really had to work with me with that because there was one position that I had interviewed for. When I tell you, like, I had driven down to Tuscaloosa, like, four plus times for this one <laughs> place. <laughs> I mean, like, it was ridiculous. And I was just kind of like, why do you keep driving me down here? Yeah. And nothing's happening here. So, you know, it was like stuff like that where I had to, like, wait. And it was just a long process of hearing stuff back or not getting the answer that I wanted and going through all these rejections. You know that it was kind of like, okay. So he was working on my patience with that. And then he had to help me understand and realize that, like, my work is not doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So, like, who I am and him. Yeah, know? that's good. And so, so that, he really had to work on me with that. And I don't know, I just feel like because I was searching for answers so much and, like, just need, wanted to figure out, like, what was happening, obviously I feel like that kind of drove me closer to him mm-hmm. because I wanted you know, I just had, like, a strong desire to, like, figure out, okay, I had this feeling of I was made for more, but, like, what is that more? Where are you taking me next? And then, like I said, when I had, I had like, family and friends just kind of speaking, like, over me and encouraging me and, you know, telling me I need to get my attitude together because my aunt was the one that was kind of like, Jasmine, you don't work unto me and you work unto the Lord. That's good. And I was like, oh, you're right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so... I had to just kind of, so those are just different things where he kind of like had to show me like, these are some things that you need to work on before I like take you, you know, to the next thing. And so I feel like the light bulb finally clicked, you know. And so I had finally gotten to the place where I was like, okay, I'm good where I'm at. I'm serving the people that are here in front of me. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm choosing to have a good attitude, you know, and just kind of like having a, a positive outlook and a better outlook and just trusting him to do whatever he was going to do in his timing. Yeah, that's so good, Jasmine. (laughs) That's a whole sermon in itself. Um, That's so good (laughs) because it's true. You know, I heard I can't remember what what preacher what sermon it was, but it was like God is more interested in developing your character than he is like taking you out of a trial or or season or difficult season. And I think that's so true because like our character will help us in all walks of life. Like we're only focused on. The fact that we can't get a job right now, but the things that he's developing in us through this test will be able to carry out, you know, in all phases of life. The fact that he was able to like teach you patience in this test, you know, you'll be able to take that patience into your soon to be marriage, you know, or like being able to trust him when you don't understand, like you'll be able to use that in such a, in such a larger, you know, realm, you know, in the future. And so that's, that's so good um and I honestly had almost the very same exact experience when I was job searching last year that it didn't come through until like I learned how to be content um and when I was honestly least expecting it so that's so good that's so good okay (laughs) that's good okay so um we are gonna go ahead and start to close so tell us about um supreme life blog what it is what you talk about and how you know people can reach you and get in touch um with you yeah, so Supreme Life Blog actually got started out of a need for a creative outlet. So I kind of mentioned earlier where I um, had started a YouTube channel in college and all that other stuff and was really good with that just as far as like posting some things up to date. But um, when I got home, 
Um, I know you mentioned post-grad depression, which I honestly didn't realize I had until I went to therapy and she was like, those are symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> so, um, but pretty much what happened was I got home after college, moved back home with um, an uncle and um, just kind of got in this like rut because I wasn't in my own space and it wasn't pretty much like decorated how I'm used to and all this other stuff. And so with that and then kind of going into having trouble finding the job I wanted, all that other stuff, I got in this creative rut and like did not want to make any other makeup tutorial video or nothing mm-hmm. and so but like I'm a creative person and all this other stuff and so I was like I, I need something to do and so I was doing a lot of writing as far as like my prayer journal mm-hmm. and stuff like that and just like journaling in general and I was like I really like writing and I was like but I want to write to like serve other people because even in my school and stuff like that and then having blog assignments for my classes like my teacher always told me I really love the way you write and, you know, you do it in your own voice and stuff like that. Like, it's just so relatable. And so I was like, hmm, well, maybe I should start a blog. And so my vision with it really was just kind of because I'm on this journey of trying to live, like, my best, best life and just show up as my the best version of myself, you know, every single day. I was kind of like, well, like, what's a better way to say that? You know, and so, yeah. Um, and then also with, you know, that being my line name and the meaning behind that, I just kind of felt like all that kind of tied together and was born Supreme Life Blog. And so it's really just a resource for me or just for other women, like a vessel for me to kind of like minister, you know, to girls and young ladies, like in my age group, you know, who are going through the same stuff and just kind of like letting them know you're not in this alone and like this is something else that I'm experiencing and this is what I've learned from it and you know, hopefully it can help you whenever you get to this point. Um, but just kind of using that along compared with like our similar interests and beauty and faith and just wanting to do better and fitness and all that other stuff, you know, yeah. just having all that in one place. Um, so everybody can kind of come there and just, you know, have encouragement they need to like, I can make it. Yeah. I can do this. That's good. But yeah, it's still in the early stages, but I'm excited. But it is bomb. Let me tell y'all, it is bomb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So on the Instagram, on the Instagram, it is Supreme Life Blog, right? Yes. Yeah. On Instagram is Supreme Life Blog. Um, and then, of course, I have like the link tree to where you can actually go to the website. But if you just ever want to just go to the website and you don't want to see my face, then you can just go to <laughs> www.supremelifeblog.com. Um, and then my personal page is Jasmine underscore Renee underscore. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Jasmine. Yeah. Um, so, yes, please go check out Supreme Life blog. Again, it is awesome. Please, please, please. I'll leave it in the show notes. Um, but please read Jasmine's post about her journey through job searching. And um, the last kind of takeaway, uh, we always do homework for these episodes. But the last takeaway that I want y'all to get from this is you hear how Jasmine was saying that even through like her job searching and through like dealing with her postgrad and going through therapy, like she was able to birth out, you know, Supreme Life blog even in her mess and I think that and I think that's what 
that's that's the same thing that God did for me as far as like birth and beauty in the rough draft when I was in this season of uncertainty. So I, what I want you guys to do for homework is for those of you that are in a season of uncertainty, I want you to ask yourself, what is one outlet that I can commit to? Whether that be a creative outlet, whether that be journaling or writing, or whether that be an outlet of focusing on your health. Things may be going on in your life career-wise or personally, but you can commit to your health. So whatever season of uncertainty that you're in, I want you to ask yourself, what is one outlet that I can commit to that either takes my mind off of it or a place where I can at least voice the season and and kind of put language to the things that I'm going through right now? Because as you see, what she's going through, what she went through is now able to help you, is able to help me, and she's able to use her journey again to relate to others. And that's all that our purpose is about is how can we advance God's kingdom by bringing other people closer to him so that's your homework um and then i want to say a final prayer over jasmine and then over everyone again who may be in the season of job searching or in the season of uncertainty or or you're dealing with post-grad depression it's not a light topic so i really encourage you guys if you are having those symptoms to seek help um and we'll leave a hotline um in the a hotline and other resources in the comments below but yeah i want to say a final prayer um, make sure you do your homework and we'll wrap this up so um laura i just thank you for bringing us all here today i thank you for jasmine i thank you for her vulnerability i thank you for um just giving her the strength to share her story lord i thank you so much for all you have done in her life and i pray that you will continue to bless her lord we thank you we thank you we thank you that today we can see your goodness and we can see that you are with her all along by giving her that job offer today lord so we are so grateful and lord we just pray that you will continue to bless her as she's preparing to get married i pray that you will bless her marriage i pray that you will bring them closer to you lord through this process and i pray for anyone out there that may be going through a season of uncertainty that may be struggling to trust you in the process of job searching lord we just i just pray that your peace will come over them that you will um, birth something in them through this season of uncertainty that you will continue to develop their character um, and that you will bring them closer to you through this season and is in jesus name we pray amen okay all right yes thank well thank you so much jasmine for for joining me it has been a pleasure tell the people bye (laughs) okay well we will talk soon um bye y'all see y'all next week (laughs) bye guys bye Thanks for joining us this week on the Rough Draft Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theroughdraftcollective.com, where you can subscribe to this show in iTunes so you'll never miss a show. And you can also follow us on social media at the Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of that. So if you love this show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Check out our latest ebook called Unfinished Business. Learn how to get back on track to God's purposes for your everyday life. Thank y'all so much for listening and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.